I'm really encouraged and excited to be here tonight and to share a little bit about what God has laid on my heart and why I hinted at it, running the race. Um, so, I do have a slideshow, so bear with me. Yes. Yeah. But, from last week, or last time, Barb created some really great discussion. Barb created some great discussion um, on fixing our eyes on Jesus and trusting his plan for our lives. And tonight, um, I want to start where she left off in Hebrews 12, verses 1 to 2. So feel free to turn your, your Bibles there, there. All the scriptures will be on the screen, next, if that's helpful. So the scripture reads, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Awesome. And tonight, I really want to zone in on this, this line, run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Um, you know, talking about running past obstacles and really continuing our race um, with confidence and zeal, no matter if we're on the starting line um, or if we're dreaming for that finish line. And, um, you know, many of you in this room I look up to dearly, and you've been running a lot longer than I have. Um, I feel like I'm basically crawling still. <laughs> I'm just over four, so I don't know what the walking is yet. Definitely walking, but maybe, maybe crawling a little bit. Um, but, but the scriptures we're going to look at tonight, I, I really have seen as be core principles um, that guide me to live faithfully and can guide all of us mm -hmm. to live faithfully and to run well. Amen. So my first point tonight, well, running the race is the title of the lesson. That's nice. um, my first point tonight is the race marked out for us. Um, so some of you may know, maybe Leah and if Anna was here, I am training for a half marathon this year. What? Yeah, now you guys can hold me accountable. I debated sharing that, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. It's in October, so check on me in a couple months, see if I'm still doing it. But lately, you know, we've been going to the gym, and there's a lot of decisions that come with this training. I, I'm on the way home from the gym, and I see Chipotle. I see Tropical Smoothie. I see Subway. And, you know, I have to recenter myself and remind myself what my goal is. Girl, you got to have a marathon on the way. Don't, don't give in just yet. And, you know, in the same way, I want us to remember what our race is and look forward to that goal and persevere in that, like um, Hebrews 12 said. And Paul, I think, paints it beautifully of what this race is in Acts 20, 24 on the screen. Yeah. He says... However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me. The task of testifying the good news of God's grace. And this is our race, is to testify to the good news of God's grace. And, and I see this kind of in two parts, right? Um, both in trusting God's grace and how it's changed our lives, but then going out and sharing that, shouting it from the rooftops. I think back to Lincoln's sermon a few Sundays ago and how he talked about testimony and how powerful it is to share with people around us. And this, I believe, is the race, you know, both our own walks with God, but also sharing with others. And, and you can hear this, especially in kind of that disciple realm, broken into two parts, your purpose and your mission. 
Um, and so I want to look at a couple of scriptures real quick on those two things. Um, so the first being in John 17. Many of us probably know the scripture and know it as, this is our purpose, this is what Jesus says. Um, but as he's praying right before he's arrested, he says, now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Mm-hmm. Our aim, our race, is to know God deeper yeah. and more intimately. And for those who, you know, have gone through this race for a while, um, you know, we can, we can feel when we're closer to God, when we feel like we're more in love with God, we'd say our stride is going pretty well. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're running confidently. Um, and so it, it connects the dots. Our purpose, when we are knowing God and loving God, we are running confidently. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was thinking about this as I was, I was developing um, this sermon. On campus, when we go and share, um, we, we ask a lot of people, okay, well, what's your purpose? Mm-hmm. Like, what, mm-hmm. what are you living for? Yeah. And, and we get a lot of answers, mm-hmm. a, a ton of, of crazy things, but also some of the basic of, like, I one day want to be successful, or one day I want to be happy. Um, I want to have a family, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But what I love about the message of Jesus is this eternal life starts now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, our purpose, we can live out here yeah. and now. Not one day, yeah. yep. but right here. Yeah. And so that's, that's our purpose. That's our goal in this race. So what's our mission? What is maybe the pace we can look at? Mm-hmm. And that brings me to the classic Matthew 28. Mm-hmm. Now, I want us to read this all out loud because I, I just think it's powerful. Mm-hmm. So you can read on the screen. You can read your Bible. Amen. All right, then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Amen. I love hearing your voices. And I was thinking too, I was like, I wonder how many of, of us in this room haven't read this out loud in a while or haven't taught someone um, that this is our mission. Mm-hmm. I thankfully get to hear this quite a bit mm-hmm. in, in some of my training, but um, Jesus says go. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to go and spread and share our testimony and testify mm-hmm. yeah. to those around us, whether that's at work, mm-hmm. whether that's on campus, being fired up, you know, this is our, our theme scripture. Or maybe this is something you haven't heard in a long time, um, but want to come back to because Jesus says to go for everyone involved. And I was going to ask, I, I know Anna's not here, but are there any runners in the room? Okay, a lot. Okay, okay. So not a lot of hands. <laughs> amen, amen. <laughs> Power walker. Never. Okay. Well, maybe you can relate to this feeling. For those runners, have you ever felt what's called a runner's high? Yes. You know that feeling of like, you just get that extra push and you're motivated and you're excited. Your adrenaline is pumping and you pick up the pace a little bit. And I was thinking about, you know, my experience in my races, which I did not race for competition, to be, to be clear. But in my runs where I would get this runner's high, and I, I thought, do I get this excitement reaching out? You know, am I excited to share this grace that has changed my life so heavily? Yeah, yeah. And, and so I challenge you, ask yourself, 
am I keeping up with this pace? Am I being outwardly focused? Am I talking to visitors at church? Am I sharing with people I work with or at a grocery store? You never know what the name Jesus can do mm. in a conversation. Um, and, you know, something that continues to motivate me, and I'm sure many of us can relate, is thinking back to the one person who st- stepped out and reached out to me. I was on my way to my dorm my freshman year to go lock myself in my room and eat some food probably. Um, thankfully, I had like my own room, so I didn't have to see anyone. But um, I, was, I was on my way, I was laser focused, and someone just steps out and invites me to some event, I don't even know at this point, but invites me to church or midweek or whatever it was. And if it wasn't for that person believing their purpose and following through their mission, I would not be here. I would not be a disciple. Well, Lord willing, I would be a disciple. But I would not be in Maine, I'll tell you that much. I, clearly, I'm wearing the biggest sweater, indoors still. So I just, it's, that's motivation for me to keep going. You never know what your words can, can do to someone else's life. So let's hold to our purpose and our mission and, and testify the good news of God's grace. Now, I know what a lot of you are probably thinking. Okay, that's great. That's so great. Know my purpose, know my mission. But life is hard. Facts. And it's so true. It's actually so sad how hard this life is sometimes. Um, yeah, when, we won't go down that, that, that rabbit hole. But my second point tonight is running through obstacles. Right? How can we envision running um, when, when something, something comes up, when we stumble through a rough patch, maybe, or running through mud a little bit? Um, and last year... During my final 5K run, so I was training for a 5K, and my last run, 3.2 miles, I'm two and a half miles in. So I just have a little bit to go. And I get the worst cramps I've ever felt in my life. And I had never felt cramps while I run. It was, it was so frustrating. You know, I had come all this way. I, I, I've been training, right? And my stomach just tightened up, and I could not continue. I did. I literally looked like this. It was so tragic. But, you know, I can feel this way in my relationship with God, too. I'll be running swiftly and confidently or just super motivated. Maybe I'm on a runner's high. Mm-hmm. Um, but then something knocks me down. Yeah. And, you know, I really love how Paul, oh, I'm on the wrong, pressed the wrong arrow. Paul looks at these obstacles and fights through them and how he, he kind of sets up this posture of how we can look through them. And, and run through through our hardships. Um, so I'll read here in verse 24. It says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to, to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Mm-hmm. And you know, as I was talking about my, my final 5K, I think in our spiritual walks, we can become sidetracked by, by our hardships and yep. by obstacles. And for me, you know, that perseverance turns into going through the motions of like, okay, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go on the checklist and make it through the run, but not really know why I entered the run in the first place. I lose sight of my focus. 
Um, but so what does Paul point to here? You know, at the end, he says he strikes a blow to his body and makes it his slave. Um, and so he doesn't allow his body to lord over him, right? What, what does that show? He's committed to running towards the prize with full focus um, and full effort. And he has great discipline. Um, that definitely takes time. And, and he talks to that a lot as well. Um, but I also see, right, everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. It takes intentionality to continue to fight through these obstacles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, I'm in, I'm in an, an age, I guess, where I'm learning how to do this very much. Um, and I look to a lot of people in this room to, to mimic and to imitate as you imitate Jesus. Um, but Paul here says to keep adding on. How, how often does he say that he continues to pour out? We'll see that in a second, actually. But just like 2 Peter 1, I didn't write that on here, but 5 through 8 describes to keep adding to your faith goodness, add to your faith godliness, add mutual affection, add love, and I'm probably missing some. Um, but we want to keep running through those obstacles and adding on and, mm-hmm. and really clothing ourselves with the person of Jesus. Yeah. And this uh, next scripture is something I hold to in that fight. Mm, yeah. When I try to remember mm. to fight through these, yeah. these hurdles. And it's Isaiah 40, 31. And we, we all probably yeah. know it or have heard it. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. Amen. They will walk <coughs> and not be faint. No. I love this. We're promised yeah. that if we hope in the Lord, if we stick in the good fight, and keep running and despite those hurdles that knock us down but we keep going that we can be renewed god will strengthen us and we will run and not grow weary i have yet to have a run that actually i don't feel tired after but but with god we can and that's so encouraging and so that brings me to my final point which is the finish line now like i said i'm in my early 20s i'm 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 kind of in that phase of, of dreaming for the future I have so much training and so much opportunity. Um, I feel like I'm a sponge sometimes. I want to be a sponge, like just so much to soak in. And it's, it's a lot, but um, I'm really envisioning living out God's will for years to come. And I have a, I have a lot of ways to go um, and how to persevere and how to see God fully. Um, but, but I dream for that finish line. I dream for staying faithful for years to come. Amen. And this relates to all of us, no, no matter if we're yeah. 20, 30 years into our walks with God, or if we're just starting, yeah. we can envision for the future. How can my discipleship continue to go deeper? Mm-hmm. How can I continue to learn my purpose, my mission, um, and, and run through hurdles, and help others along the way? Mm-hmm. Help, help me, who's, <laughs> who's learning how to persevere a lot of times. Um, but this scripture, I think, paints it, paints it the best. Um, and, and Paul in 2 Timothy 4, 6 through 8, he says, For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. This is, you know, if I ever have a vision board. This is the one at the very top. This is what I want to say for the rest of my life. I'm fighting the good fight. I'm running the race um, so that one day I can finish the race faithfully. Um, 
and in line with my purpose, in line with my mission, and, and prayerfully with some strength through those hurdles. Um, but that brings me to the discussion questions. And so it's helpful having on the screen. So yeah, the first one, do you know your purpose? Uh, do you know your mission? What scriptures motivate you in these areas? Um, yeah, things that, that you've leaned on. <coughs> I think that's a word. Um, in the past or currently that helps bring you back to the message of the cross. Um, the second, what hindrances do you experience in your race? You know, maybe some things you're going through now or, or areas you've, you've crossed over and can help the person next to you. Um, and the last one, as we're, as we're dreaming for this finish line and dreaming to add on to our faith, what is one goal, just one, for your discipleship in the next year? How about the next five years? How about the next 10 years? Um, and then some examples. You know, maybe, maybe you really strive to see your family member saved. That's one of my dreams. Um, maybe a friend. Maybe it's growing in a certain character, growing in humility. Or maybe it's learning something new, which we all are lifelong learners. So, yeah, we'll break up into discussion groups and talk about it. Awesome.